honesty. Thank you. I'm gonna hit record first, and then we gonna go to Facebook. I'm a grown woman. Mm, mm, mm. Let me just tell you that your skin is doing all the skin things. Who? Yours. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you so it's, much. It's always that way for her too. Really, you glowing. Thank you so much. Okay, so I gotta go to the group. And then Black Girl Book Club Podcast. All right, y'all, we on our way, smile. <laughs> I was trying to follow the comments on Facebook last time, but I couldn't. It's you know what? It gets hard it's to hard. it gets hard to follow the comments because people they'll start rushing in so quick, and then we're talking, and so I respond when I can, and then really what we do is go back. The you know, okay. Shaquana goes back immediately. I go back the next day, and I'll respond to everything. Mm-hmm. Hello. <laughs> how y'all doing we are live to finish our discussion talking about these people <laughs> the phillips have anybody read any of the other books i started on the first one i i didn't i just read the last two but it was mm-hmm. like did you honestly did you bring these two books out at the same time like two the three mm-hmm. and four no, really? three was February 18th and four was June 28th. I learned about them together and everybody okay. was just like, you got to read because it was like, I love the way that you did the artwork where it was partially his mm-hmm. face, partially her. Well, no, it was her face, his face coming together. Mm-hmm. And it just seemed like I actually thought that that was the way that the books were like it would that was I thought that it was two books. Mm-mm. Nope. But I don't feel lost on the story by reading just those two. No, and I did it like that on purpose because I knew that I needed people to, book three, it had to be its own thing. So I didn't, other than who the people are, but I tried to like put the, what's the name of the thing? The family tree in there and just to make it so that it was really Bria Ike's book, but the Phillips happened to be there as opposed to it being a Phillips book and Bria Ike happened to be there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay yeah i'm trying to be on instagram too <laughs> but my little setup here is not working baby when i tell y'all <laughs> i can't wait okay so I, honestly you got both of us neither one of us are are home oh, oh really Patrice, i thought you was gonna be like really um hold on y'all i'm on my blue yeah i was gonna be late but then i was like i gotta figure out my mom was like no no we're gonna get out of here so you could do your podcast because <laughs> oh, <laughs> i'm at my mom's house oh, and, okay and there's people here and she was like no i want you to do your podcast i don't want you to miss it i said i'm just gonna be late she said no i'm gonna go outside so she's outside on the patio Blizzard. Um, chilling out and yeah but i'm at my serious business <laughs> <laughs> you know this is serious business okay y'all let's go so tonight oh wait first i'll start with my introduction hi i am shaquana hi i'm patrice hey girl <laughs> and i'm hp honestly price <laughs> hey. and we are your hosts tonight for the black girl book club podcast the Black Girl Book Club Podcast. <laughs> so we are here to talk about, to finish up our discussion on six 
finding us and then today we're going to be talking about fixing us with a sprinkle of finding in there right so i'm gonna set the scheme anybody got anything to say before we go no okay. um okay i think i want to start with with going back to the other book i i, I think i do okay so <laughs> I, I told y'all i didn't know what i want to do and i don't want to rehearse okay. but i just feel like okay last week i felt like we didn't discuss a big part of that book and i just want to look at it from a Okay, I'm married. Shaquana, you're married. Honestly, I'm not asking your personal business, but I, I okay, so we're all three of us are married. And so you look at that first book. You look at that first book and the different things that happen within their marriage. And so one of the marriages was a little bit of a younger marriage. I want to say um Ike's marriage was maybe eight years old. Mm -hmm. And then I want to say that um, what was the lady's name? Shonda um, O'Brien. Brianna. Bri <laughs> Bri Brianna's marriage was a little bit older, but they were all about the same age. Mm -hmm. But when I know when you get married, you say until death do us part. And I'm not saying I wouldn't want to do that. But when you look at what was going on in their marriages, so we'll look at Ike's marriage first. He was married eight years. Um, he didn't realize it, but his wife was a little bit manic before they even got married. She didn't sleep. Well, she had a, she always was running around. She mm -hmm. had all of these crazy ideas and all this. And so it, it just, she had mental issues before they even got married, but then they really came to fruition during their marriage. And then you look at what was going on with Brianna and her husband, Kevin. I mean, this dude was incapacitated. When do you, in a marriage, like, how strong do you take those vows? Like, are you supposed to, you had a new marriage and you got a husband who goes into a depression? Cause you know, this wasn't the first time that it happened. Mm -hmm. You got a husband who goes into a depression. The only thing he can do for himself is pee. Other than that, you got to feed him. She was blending his food. She was feeding him almost intravenously <laughs> and she had to bathe him. He couldn't help her raise the daughter. She lost her job. Like, when do you say enough is enough? Because their families felt like they were supposed to be in it. Like they were, it, I felt like their families felt like they weren't supposed to be happy, that they weren't supposed to have a smile on their face, that they weren't supposed to take a vacation. They weren't supposed to take a break. But how much is too much? Um, I definitely would not have gone as long as Brie did. Um, I think I was, well, I go ahead, Shaquana, what would you do? Okay, so I'll tell y'all what I think, and everything is always personal to me with these books. That's why the Black Girl Book Club podcast is so bomb, baby, because I just <laughs> pour my heart out to y'all. But I don't think either of them did that out of loyalty. I think they did it out of love. So I don't think that they did it because they were married. I think they did it because they loved these people and they wanted them better. And you always think they're going to get better. You hope, you know, they're going to get better. We're going to get back to us. We going to get back to, you know, the good times and all of that. And so I think people put marriage before love when mm -hmm. it's really about love the whole union 
It's supposed to be about Ooh, yeah. love and not obligation or, yeah. you know, what you got to do because this your husband or what you got to do. Whatever you need to do, Patrice, go ahead. What you got to do because this your wife. It's because yeah. you love this person. And you I think to too, get yeah, I think too, it's hard not to convince yourself that this time is the last time that they're going to be down that bad or that um, any day now they're going to perk up. And yeah. so I think you end up, um, this is a horrible way to put it, but like throwing good money after bad, right? Like mm-hmm. you just keep trying and hoping and it's not until you realize until somebody else shine the light that it's like, oh, this is terrible. This is <laughs> like, like this but you don't, because you just kind of get it, you just kind of get into your flow of what you're doing. But I will also say, like, Bree, Bree thought that she was just going to be his caregiver. She did not have it in her mind. I think she just was so down that she didn't have it in her mind that happiness was on the horizon for her. And so when I look at Brie, I don't know. I don't think, okay. So you think when you think of a marriage, there's intimacy and the intimacy for both of those marriages was gone, especially Brie. Like after you have to go through all of that, it's like, literally, I almost knocked myself out in the tub dealing with, I mean, you know, trying to bathe you. Like, how Mm -hmm. do you find your way back to intimacy? You mean like with another person or? No, no, no. With him. Or even with Shonda, okay, she kidnapped this kid. She kidnapped the little boy and like it really got in trouble with the law. Like, can you get the intimacy back? Well, that was Ike's thing. Ike was like, I can't be with you like that. Right. Cause he was like, you ain't even yourself. He he was like, you can't consent. But I think Oh, I didn't, I don't even know if I caught that. Yeah, he was like, you're not in your right mind, so you can't even consent to this thing. So I feel like I'm doing something wrong. Hey, how you doing? Thanks so much for joining us on Instagram. Um, but yeah, he was like, he couldn't consent. But as far as like getting back to the intimacy, I would say it's probably like having a baby. You know, when you be pregnant, you had a baby, you'd be like, oh, I ain't never doing this shit again. Then a little time <laughs> go by and then you'd be like, oh, I can do it one more time. <laughs> so you forget a little bit. You you forget the pain, the sting of the headache ain't there no more. So it was probably like that. You yeah. you really think so? It's it's just it and could I, be. It just depends on the love. You know, people go off, they get on drugs. You know, you're still able to love them. You know, yeah. as they, you mm-hmm. know, and it's the same thing like with your kids. I always tell people this, and I probably said this on a podcast before. It's not a whole lot that my kids could ever do to make me not love them. Mm-hmm. True. Ever. Like you know, we all gonna have our down days. It might not be as bad as where they were. But nobody is perfect, and we all out here just trying to live. But yeah, I get it. I get what you're saying, Patrice. I think no, and I'm not saying that I necessarily would give up. I just look at it. It just made me look at look at look at marriage. Like, wow, can you really like? How do you get back to where um, it was? And then I thought it was so unfair the way the families were. Like, like Ike's family, literally, they, you know, Wait, you getting ahead, you getting ahead, you getting you getting ahead, Emma. Yeah. No, no, because okay, so they started in the first book, they started talking about the medical divorce. And they was cool with it. The, and they were cool with it originally, but the friend wasn't. Right. And yeah. so 
but I didn't like the the friend was like, so how how does this work? So now will you go on a vacation? Uh, will, now will you you know be happy and carefree? I'm like, I get that he's got to take care of this woman, but you're saying that he got to be unhappy and not carefree and not ever take a vacation because he married this woman. The way um, AG describes it is because I think we, we, yeah, we were talking about it in Bourbon Street. Who is AG? Who is AG? So, oh, she, I do the podcast with her, the Right Honesty podcast. Okay. But she was saying like, it's so easy for someone outside your situation to look at it and make a decision um, based on that and be loud and wrong. Like Eddie didn't know until book two even a glimmer of what it could be like to deal with her. Right. All he sees is her at her best or maybe her a little bit compromised, but like he doesn't know what it's like. He don't know what that money really looking like. And so it's very easy for him on the outside looking in to be like, oh, you copping out because he don't understand what that life is. But I'm going to say, I think that Eddie was in love with um, Shonda. I think that- I did. I just knew that he was going to walk in. I don't know if he wanted her, like as far as like wanted to be in a relationship with her or anything like that. But I think that he was in love with her. I think he was in love with her. And- you know, to that point, honestly, it, he stepped up. So he, tried. he didn't know. <laughs> no, he, he tried. tried. He I, I say he tried. Okay, yeah, but he okay, we got we getting into the second book. So here, so we're gonna back it okay, up now, okay, go. a little bit. Patrice had to get that off her chest, and I'm glad she was able to. <laughs> that, oh, she had something to get off her chest when we got on. And I just don't think it was fair what people's expectations, you know how can you have an expectation of me and you not walking in my shoes people do right. it all the time it's like no. you're not walking in my shoes so you got an expectation so you don't know i'm built different than both of y'all and so what i my threshold for pain may be different i may be able to take more i may be able to take i, I may not be able to take as much but this person over here person c can't sit up here and tell me what i can and can't take and what i should go through and right. where how close am i to my breaking point right so when we start, when we left off in book one, um, Mike <laughs> and Bree, well, actually, let's start with Kevin. Kevin had committed suicide, right? So we should have, like, you know how they had a disclaimer on TV if you are um, experiencing- If you triggered it by that. Go find some, let's get that number for anybody who may not be feeling well. I think it's um, 988 now. It's not- changed it. Mm-hmm. The what? The the that hotline used to be some long eight hundred number, but it's now it's just the numbers nine eight eight. And you just oh, call nine eight eight on your phone. Mm-hmm. Ooh, okay. See, boom. So I learn something new well, every day. You feeling like you want to self harm yourself? Get your cell phone called nine eight eight. So Kevin had committed suicide, and that is Bree's husband. This was the um her. Person, her person that she had been dealing with uh, for what 18 years with his depression and um all of that and so she was she was down bad let's give her some some grace she was down bad she was grieving her husband in the interim she had developed a relationship with mr isaiah aka okay let me ask y'all this okay. go ahead did y'all feel like because I'm, I'm, I was very nervous about this. I didn't want it to happen. And I want to know if it, if I made the mark. Did y'all feel like they were cheating? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> hmm. 
Mm. You know what? I felt a way at the okay. end of book two because I felt Shonda. Okay. So I felt for her for that to come out the way that it did. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I think they was cheating. Okay. And okay. I think they I think they was cheating. And honestly, before they even knew it, they were. Yeah, that's what okay. I'm trying to say. The emotional dabbling and dabbling <laughs> in it, even before they did the bang, bang, bang. Because an emotional affair is way more powerful yes. than a physical affair. Yes. And what yes. and this is something that I learned in the workplace, especially working in an office. There if you work in an office and you look around the office, there are so many work wives and work work husbands there. It's people who like coming to work. You you, you see people bringing dinner, you know, bringing yep. leftover dinner, bringing bacon cookies for guys at work, and they eating off the same plate. I've seen so many work wives and work husbands at work, mm -hmm. and their husband has no. And when they go home, they cut off all communication. You they don't talk, but when they come back to work, they they live for each other. And in the mm -hmm. workplace mm -hmm. and so and and it's an emotional affair that their significant other has no clue is happening the thing about it we look at that way between a man and a woman but really those relationships exist between women too mm -hmm. because you have a, a female that you best friends with at work y'all don't y'all go to every lunch together I, I mean just for me i love my um, best friend more than People's were we in some type of entanglement, but, but I don't. Yeah, they were having I, I think, an emotional affair. I think that they were having an emotional affair. Uh, the emotional affair that they was having was bigger than when they actually came together mm -hmm. and had sex. But at the same time, their significant other it doesn't excuse it because an affair is an affair is an affair is an affair. Mm -hmm. But their spouses, you know, when you're in a relationship, there's give and there's take. And at this point in their lives, there was no given from their spouses. Yeah. Their spouses was totally depleting everything yeah. that they had in them. Because in the second book, at the very beginning of the second book, um, you describe, I keep forgetting her name. Brie. Uh, Brie, Brianna. Mm -hmm. You describe Brianna the way that she looked. And once her husband had passed away, I mean, her skin was vibrant. She was dressing nice and all of that. But her her relationship has sucked all of that out of her. In book one, she she was a tomboy. She was dressing like a dude, not doing her hair, wearing sweats every day. Mm -hmm. um, she It just has sucked the life out of her. And so her husband was no longer um, sewing into her. So what do you do when your significant other is only taken away from you and not someone right. into you right. and, and I, that no, ain't mean, I, that don't I, mean the physical I think it was deserved but were they cheating if you want to be technical about it they definitely cheated they were you cheated. rooting were you rooting for them yes. i definitely was are <laughs> you rooting for them yes. the mission accomplished yes so you you hit the mark you hit the mark because i would so, you if, if that push pull of like you want you gotta understand that it's a forbidden love story they're not supposed to be together uh -huh. but you really got the i want it so bad for like by the time they got to that sliding glass door i wanted people to be like oh my god it's about to happen oh my god and that's exactly how i was that's exactly how i was i was in the bed like go yeah i'm like i need her to get some i need her yes. to have this yes and i mean like their relationship was such in a progression 
a beautiful progression. I love their friendship and the friendship that they had developed in the beginning. And that just made that scene or that time all the more. It made it all the more. So I was real happy for them when they okay. uh, was able to get to that sliding glass. But I, but I knew they were, when he had her propped up and he was doing all that, I was like, she going to feel guilty when it's over. You know, and, and yeah, it's, like and, I said, I, was, I, I didn't want that for him. I'm like, I just didn't want her to feel guilty afterwards because it was, I mean, that was almost worse than the way that she felt. But they, uh, wasn't, they wasn't even tripping. They were still getting it in all night long. <laughs> right. That's the second time was an accident. <laughs> they wasn't mm-hmm. feeling too guilty. They weren't feeling as guilty as I thought they was going to feel. They kept it going. Well, she but, didn't um, get drunk and talk to a sister and a penis friend and whatever. And oh, then they so he did her head. Funny. That was so <laughs> she did funny. his head. Yeah, so the, the guilt um, came in really when her husband died. She felt yeah, bad because she was like, bad. I was somewhere enjoying myself, getting um some nurturing for myself yeah. when he died. And so I should have been, I guess she felt like I should have still been under the dirt, just yeah, sagging and crying and right. <laughs> <laughs> so you have Brie, Kevin yes. passed away, and then um Isaiah, who was her emotional support person. I learned that did you say I, I Googled that? I don't think you did, but um Lisa told us, Lisa, we miss you, girl. Hi, Lisa. Lisa told us last week that ESP meant emotionally support person. So Brie has an emotional support person and that is isaiah aka ike <laughs> and they developed this relationship he got his boo shonda and well his wife not his boo and so at the end of book one brie refers to ike as nobody and that takes us all way up into the second book <laughs> it, it took us through a uh, through half of the second book so, so y'all can thank Tara for that Tara um, said, do 10 minutes since nobody, six months since nobody, something, something, that's, so that's Tara. Oh, she did? She told yes. you that? Yes. Uh, <laughs> right, Tara, Tara uh, she begged for me. her credit. <laughs> so, um, so the book starts off with Brie running into Ike. Yeah. They at the event. Mm-hmm. And she okay. runs into them. So they, know. Well, well no, they have the like seen that happen that he yeah. saw her on the street. Yeah. He saw her but on the street. We didn't know that in know. the beginning of book two, did we? At the yeah, end that's of how it started. All you get is the okay, community I thought day. that was like a flashback at some point. Mm-mm. Okay. So book so- two starts with she's 10 minutes from it. Then we see him like 90 days from it. Then we see a year from it. Like, and you kind of get these snapshots of like what happened during the time that they were apart. And then we get to when he finally sees her a year later and he calls her nobody. So was was everybody rooting for Ike? Was, were you happy that he was treating her the way that he was treating her? Or did you think that he was going a little bit overboard? Mm, I'm not going to (laughs) answer. So I felt like he went overboard, but he didn't because I love in a book when a man do that, when a woman do that to a man. <laughs> I love it. I, I felt like he drugged baby, No, baby. I was happy drugging. I was happy that he stood his ground and he didn't let her back in like super duper easy. But I do feel like he could have gave her just because it wasn't like she just tripped for no reason. And he do know what happened to her. He he knows that her husband died and 
And it was, I just, it hurt my heart that she felt like she didn't deserve happiness after that. Like I she his, felt like she should suffer more than she already had. The reason he was mad the most was not the nobody. It was the fact that she wouldn't talk to him even after, and he was checking on her and coming by and seeing about her. And he was like, damn, you just really kicked me to the curb. Right. And the thing is that she was his ESP as well. Oh, she called him ESP, but he was, but she was, right. so it's like the day that his divorce was finalized is the day her husband died. And so he needed her too. And you, mm -hmm. she just faded to black and he was in, and she, he was in need as well. And he had Come on, his... Lisa. Come on. <laughs> uh, um, so yeah, so he was mad at her the most because she kind of kicked him to the curb and kind of acted like he was nobody and like their relationship was nothing. So I could see him, especially with everything that he went through afterwards, like his emotional and just yeah. him being feeling bad afterward i could see him being like i don't ever want to go through that again if you decide that i'm nobody again right. i don't want to go through that so he i see that too but off you know he cut her butt off but it was it was a lot and, and then when he get back with her she's still dealing with his exes and she kind of cut him off but he was like okay so now i gotta deal with richard Oh, uh, Richard, that was cool. Oh, my God. That was the funniest thing in the world. Why <laughs> did you write that scene? Like, wait a minute, let me see if we ain't missing nothing in the beginning. So she is, okay, so Brie is wanting to get, they see each other in passing, okay? So she see him in passing, they see each other in passing, and he is not messing with her. He like, girl, leave me alone. This girl that showed up at the dog. How you gonna bring the drama to the support group, man? That's <laughs> who that brought the drama. So he not fooling with her. He won't answer her text message. He won't answer her call. So she goes to the support group to confront him and like basically is making him talk to her. She even goes to his house. And he said he kept, he kept saying but no, but he, he but remember he, his house. He broke her off. He broke her off at the house, but he did it. It was angry and he tried <laughs> yeah. to be emotional. He was he was he was laying it on thick. And I think he was well within his right. I felt kind of bad for her, but I think that he was well within his right to do what he did, you know, or to, yeah. to protect himself, which is basically what he was doing. Mm -hmm. If he would have been trying to just be mean to her then I would have felt some type of way, but he was actually trying to protect himself. So you, you did that well. You brought, you did that good. So she's steady trying to get with him. He ain't messing with her. And then he finally gave, oh my God, the songs. We got to talk about these songs. <laughs> <laughs> we got to talk about these songs because I was so, I was just, that was so cool the way that you wrote that. Like that was really unique the way that you wrote that. I didn't know so, Al Green had so much music. I, I guess I wasn't deep into his. How did that his, come about? His catalog Who told like her to do the song? Her mom. Was it her mom? I think it was the, the therapist was just like, figure oh, out yeah, how therapist. to talk yeah, without yeah. talking. Y'all yeah. be having some good therapists in these books. Like, <laughs> I be like, where are these people? And I need them in my life. Okay, but Shaquana, but think about. Think about all of the artists. I mean, the the authors that we have talked to. Mm -hmm. We have had a number Ooh, of Lisa. authors who have been therapists. What's mm -hmm. up? 
Yes. Lisa, Lisa had to come in because she needs to say her piece. Lisa, Listen, I can't like, What you got to say, Lisa? Like, I don't want to say it. I don't want to say it. What you want to say? Just, no, go ahead. I'm going to jump okay. in. Okay. So uh, her therapist said, since he won't talk to you, since he not messing with you, you done went over to his house and slept with the man. He still ain't messing with you. <laughs> so she was like, find a way to communicate with him that does not involve you saying, I'm sorry, right? So she decides because they had a relationship through music before, you know, mm -hmm. he was skipping her to Al Green and all the Al Green songs that she liked and everything. And so what was the first song she sent him? Was it? A, uh, uh, I don't remember. Called, uh, I can't, oh, what is it called? Oh, can't Explain by Jill Scott. Yes. And I've been listening to that song since that. <laughs> <laughs> and I ain't even heard nobody feel this, but I'm just saying if I do, I'm practicing. I'm sending them that song. <laughs> I love what it got to the point she sent him, I hate you so much by right. right now. <laughs> <laughs> I so now some they're... songs out perfectly. She yes. put some songs out for the perfect, perfect scenes. Perfectly. <laughs> So now they sending songs back and forth to each other, communicating, and he's telling how much she done broke his heart and all this and that, right? So then, even through the songs, he wasn't really messing with her. But then they finally, she asked him to go out with her. He went out with her, and he was like, I'm still, I'm coming. I came, I agreed to meet with you to cut this off i'm not finna keep doing this with you and how did he give in? And she, but you know what she knew that too she was like okay well just at least do this with me and then mm -hmm. you can do what you've been wanting to do you can go ahead and break and break up with me after this and i want to say that might have been they left the the fancy restaurant and went to the restaurant where like the, the couple was mm -hmm. uh -huh, yeah. and that was the funniest thing <laughs> <laughs> okay so shaquana do you remember what happens at this restaurant did they go to this bar restaurant type of thing Oh my goodness, the eating booty. To Cola and Jean. But look, the funny part is that they end up looking at each other later. He was, she was like, Did, did you want your uh, my nieces is here? Did you want and he was like, No, because she was like, Why are you want to eat your big ass? So they meet this. Okay, yeah, I gotta tell y'all about this. Wait, put your phone so they can't hear me, Patrice. But so they go out. She's like dragging him around town because she feels like this is the last time mm -hmm. I know he's trying to break up with me. And he's like, I'm I'm quit fucking with her ass after this. So they feel it's almost like this is the last time. This is the last time. So they trying to drag, she's trying to drag it out and do as much with him as she can on this particular night. And they go to this restaurant, a bar. They go to a bar. And they run into this couple as soon as they <laughs> come, as soon as they run into this restaurant. And the um, husband, they're celebrating, the pool for this. <laughs> they're celebrating, um, they're moving. They're, she got a new job. To a, he, he got a new job. And the husband has diarrhea at the mouth. And that don't <laughs> even sound right with this whole subject. <laughs> so he drunk and he telling all their business, right? So 
Ike is like, she did me wrong. And so the husband, the guy that they run into, the couple, he like, um, this what you tell her to do for her to get back. To oh, this sound like she cheated on you. So this is what you do when somebody cheat on you. This is what you do when somebody cheat on you. You make them toss your salad. That's what I was saying. <laughs> Grocery and time. Ike and Brianna like, what? <laughs> and then she tried to play it off like she hadn't done it. Right, she was right. like, "Funny, eat your booty." And then he keep talking. He like, "Yes, you did. <laughs> you was turning it up, baby." Just as drunk as a skunk, talking too much. That was funny. I'm like, "Oh my god, Lord!" So. Then they got them back. Um, Ike and Brianna got them back by talking about their um disabled spouse. <clears throat> and they end up looking at them like they was crazy. Then they, then they got away from him. Ike ran the whole list out of this, what you do. He was looking at Ike like, what the fuck? Right. <laughs> but when they, when they got home, then Bree got to have a real conversation with him. She was like, well... He was like, you don't look like the type. But he was like, she said, well, is that something you, you really want? Really <laughs> like, go on with that. Go on with that. I think they're going to try one day. Uh, what was the man name? He made it sound so good. Gee. Okay, so so let, let me tell you, I think the percentages of people, I think the percentage of people who honest, I think people aren't honest about that. Oh, I would agree with of you. Of course I, I think people are honest that's, about that. Listen, that's, pri that's personal, it's private, and it's intimate. You know what I'm saying? Right. So that's not something you want to spread, Gabrielle Union, spread out <laughs> to the world saying that you did that. That's between you and your spouse. You don't tell, like, and your husband for sure you don't. have done it, you judging it. That's, but that's almost like kind of asking somebody, somebody asking you if you had anal sex. You'd be like, mm, none of your business. None of your business. <laughs> none of your business. That ain't none of your business. I don't know. I'm like them. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if I've been drinking. I'm like, I'm like Gina. I'm like the husband. Listen, if you get me licking up, my tongue get loose. I'm telling okay. you. Okay. Like, oh, I, I, I think that's the truth. I think that's the truth. Your, your, your tongue do all get, the business. Do get loose. But I think generally people are not honest about that. Mm -hmm. I think people are not honest about a lot of Stuff things they that they room. would and wouldn't do just like mm -hmm. okay so let me jump real quick into your um the 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 book series that you did with the group with the group sex honesty mm -hmm. like going to a sex club people like oh i would never hell yeah i would go oh i think it's a beautiful <laughs> that thing. was good too honestly we gonna have to talk about that one day i like that little book oh thank you i've read <laughs> books like that and you know sometimes it ain't really no storyline everybody mm. just pumping 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 it's like you going in and it's like immediately just happens yeah so y'all gonna have to check that out we're gonna have to talk that'll be real short because it was like a real yeah story. make yeah. me beg and group project together right, I think that's maybe that's just that's like 110 pages title. both of them yeah yeah so hold on real quick did y'all because while i was trying to get in did y'all talk about the actual first time they got back together when he was upset with her yeah or they together talk, when, they, talk, when talk, she talk come knocking on the door yeah no we didn't really talk about it go ahead no we did no, not missed that whole part oh my god that's like the part <laughs> okay go ahead what you got to so, say about that okay Lisa? so the whole nobody thing happened right and brianna couldn't take it her sister was telling her you need to go see him you need to go apologize and talk to him get him back because you love him blah 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 so she her sister was funny 
Allison, she couldn't take him ignoring her. So mm -hmm. she goes to his house and she's knocking on the door and he drunk. He like sitting back with his feet up, having his little cigar, drinking his one, his whatever he's drinking. And he's trying to ignore her. So he goes over to the door, opens the door. She just comes <laughs> in because she's not, she's not leaving there without some dick. Mm -hmm. That's just her mind set up. I'm getting you back. This is mine. So they're in the um in his house and he's trying to ignore her, pretending like he don't want her there, but he really wants her there. He like real bad, really, really bad. Real and bad. So she's like, she's trying to coax him and get him to do all things that she literally, when I say I don't want to say the word rape, but she literally took, she took the it. dick. Like she took it. She was like, enough of this ignore me shit. I love oh, you. No. You love me. Um, that dick is mine. Right. <laughs> the way she straddles him, the way she rides him, the way you describe that. Now nah, he was giving it to her. <laughs> he was giving it Girl. to her. He was making anger out. But I you know what like, pisses me off about her though? What? As I think about it, okay, she did that. And I'm like, that's right. You do that. But I'm like, you ignored him for a year and a half. And now all of a sudden it's full court press. Mm -hmm. I'm like, you expect him <laughs> to just, like you took your measly time. You took a year and a half, nobody in him. And then mm -hmm. you come in full court press. You just ready for, it's just for him to be like she ready. wanted to talk to him though. No. She just didn't know. She didn't do, okay, so her wanting to do it in her head and what happens over here, in his mind, he not thinking, I know she, you know, it's month yeah. nine. She want to talk to me, but she just not. Right. It's month 15. I know she want to talk to me. <laughs> she just not. No, he over there hurting, doing without. He was struggling. Yo, he, he was, was struggling. He was so regardless sick. of what's going on in her head, he don't know that. But right. he but not <laughs> by himself. Then she see one little picture of him on a vacation that he was drug on and had the nerves to get a little bit jealous about it. I'm like, you nobodied him for freaking a year and a half. <laughs> you can't get mad about him being out on this water. Okay, right. so now I'm pissed off that she she waited that long, but you got to think she she was dealing with a lot that she had to make sense out of, and then she had was also thinking about her image and how she perceived to her daughter, her family. Mm. You know, she was mm. just to jump back and because for her, right, and he didn't have all that, right? But for 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 Bree, she already has something established with him. Other people outside of their bubble don't know that this is going on. And you know so what? for her to just, I mean, it was a lot of time passed by. I mean, too much time passed by. She should have did it sooner. But as time goes on, you 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 talk yourself out of stuff. Mm -hmm. And then her family, no, yeah, her in-law in -law. family, they were like, when she, when they found out about him, they was like, yeah. man, you're moving on pretty quick. Yeah. And she's like, yeah. look, my marriage, right. I was married to him, but this happened a, like i started losing my husband long a long time ago, time right. ago. right it's sudden right. to y'all but when i had to bathe him i was right. losing him oh, when no. i had to yes. be him i was losing him when he was in a mental institution i was losing him when i had to quit my job because i had to take care of him full time I was losing him. Yep. So why y'all looking at it like this just happened yesterday? This has been happening for me. Right. Yep. So what did y'all think about her um, calling Rose and Roland? 
in the middle Mine of the day. At the table. The <laughs> ship was like, everybody about to know. I'm tired. I ain't hiding nobody. You, you know no, what? Nobody about to be somebody. I felt bad for them. Place. I felt like she kind of treated them bad. I know that they had treated her bad. The they bad. treated her way worse. I felt worse. like she was treating them bad. She was they, desperate. Rose was begging. Begging. Be back in her life. <laughs> and that did help her get Kevin back. <laughs> told them that she was getting her man back and they better not be tripping with her about it. <laughs> So, and, you know, felt she felt like okay, I owe this to him. I made him wait all this time. I owe this to him to let him let people know that we're together. So she just said, "Fuck it, I'm calling nobody no more." And if they, and if <laughs> they hurt, she, she if, turned somebody, she turned nobody into somebody. Maybe he was everybody. He was the only thing that mattered. He was, well, she, and he I'm, said, "You, I'm not gonna let you hide me." Right. I'm so we might right. as well because I know you're not going to do what, what you need to do. What was she supposed to do? She had to prove it. She ripped that Band-Aid off. And in his family, they were hurting. It, it was genuine. And I understood their hurt. But at the same time, they did a lot of blaming her for like they were hurt and they blamed her for everything you know that was going on with him. You know, Patrice, something that you said before, they don't know each other's hurt. Mm -hmm. Bree was hurt in a certain kind of way, and so was his parents. They they can't understand the way each other right. other was hurt. They was dealing with his and issues Richard differently. Was, ooh, that was his okay, y'all. Wait a minute. Somebody in the chat Happy. on Facebook just brought up, and this is true. He said, "I'm not gonna let you hide me," but I don't want to say her name wrong. Is it Prashia? Prashia. Oh, Prashia Long. I, I'm not. I'm saying your name wrong. I apologize. <laughs> but she said that he he in turn turned around and hid her. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he told yeah. her. That That's I'm not gonna be here. That's why I was on the way at the end. And then he hid her. And it was right. like, okay, but he's not gonna so be here. So when they said that his six, seven self. When he set that tone when he called her nobody. Basically, like I think he know. was just trying to get back at her. Oh no, I he, get that. He, I he, get he, that. He was trying to get back at her, but he was hurt. He was hurt. Yeah, he was hurt. But let me ask the question. So honestly was asking us this question. Do you think? I gave in to Rihanna too soon. No. I, I feel like he's a couple. I would have made her ass suffer. She could have had to <laughs> No. No. no Man, I mean, she really wanted her. Just her. Just my big toe and my little toe. Don't let no mosquitoes in there. He really wanted her. He really wanted her. So not only was he making her suffer, he was making himself suffer too. Still, they look. They suffered in that chair when she was doing this. <laughs> they were <was laughs> <like, laughs> suffering. They were like, oh, we suffering. Lisa, what you say? I need some groveling and some begging before I give in. I need to feel like, okay, I she was begging. Uh -uh. She was. Uh, not enough. Not enough. Not enough. That was all I could put up with y'all because I don't think women should apologize to men. So that was all I could do. Oh, I, I, I ain't say apologize. I said beg for me back. You beg me back. Beg me. She did. And she called Roland and Rose. So you know what? When we beg them, we gotta go deeper. It's a girl, different type we, of. We have to do the most. Yeah, that's the look. That's how the girl end up eating the booty. <laughs> 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 she, that sister was begging. Yeah, she. Listen, how many, how many ways can you make up an apology? Shit, what's left? Let me eat. Right. Well, Ooh. she was like, I'm gonna write, I'm gonna write doodle rap. So She's like, what I gotta do? What I gotta do? <laughs> <laughs> what I gotta do? Because you know, the go to, the go to move is, is oral. Like, okay, let me apologize. Right. Mm -hmm. So they're back together at this point. 
Right. So he got a Well, you apologize that way, Lisa. You gotta let him darn near kill you. (laughs) 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 It was like I was this close to dying. (laughs) Whoa. Lord. So they back together. She got them back. She got her man back gone, Brie girl. (laughs) So now they're on the other side. Now um, he's divorced and he's no longer with his wife. Her husband is deceased. So they can pretty much be together. So now enters this, how do we deal with our family? you know, aspect of the book, you know, now we got to tell this, uh, the in, her in-laws and his uh, in-laws. That dog, you know, Eddie was going together. too hard and in her the paint daughter, for me. And her daughter, which was really important. She didn't have a problem with it, but Allison was like trying to make them sweat a little bit. <laughs> the book, you know, I was a little shocked with um the daughter. I can't think of her name right now. Mikey. I was Mikey. I was shocked with Mikey's response when Bree asked her how did she feel about her dating him because I thought Mikey kind of was hip to it in book one because of all the time they were spending together. Mm-hmm. And then he was actually spending time with Mikey too, like, you know, bonding with her as well. And so I was kind of a little shocked when she was like, well, I don't know about you and him being in a relationship because I guess she was still thinking about her father. Yeah. And well, remember her mother she, with someone else. She explained it a little bit. Yeah, because she, because what she didn't <laughs> understand, she was like she knew what the relationship was, what what the house was like with her father in there, and it mm. was a lot. And so oh. she was just so she so because she still got a child's mind, and so her right. association with a man right now is being in the house and being an invalid, and my mother got to care for him and all of that kind of stuff. So she was worried that he was going to come and bust the bubble that they had because now she finally. She didn't have her mother back. She finally had a mother mm-hmm. because it, it wasn't like, okay, I got my mother yeah. back. No, it was always, there was always an issue with Kevin. Always and it just first. got worse and it got worse and it got worse. <clears throat> and so she couldn't go to her recital. She couldn't right. um, right. have people spend a night, you know, because of her dad and all that. So right. she was scared that with him coming back, does that mean that that element is coming back right. to my life? I thought it was just going to be us for a while because now it's normal. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. or what I perceive as normal okay yeah I got that I think she wanted time just for her and her mom like, mm-hmm. she and she deserved think. that and now if anybody yeah. deserved anything it was her mm-hmm. to yeah. have and time that with her, goes her back mom. to why it took her so long to reach yeah. out to him because she had to get her house in order she had to make sure her baby was good right. yeah she was good. The in-laws was good. <laughs> and I, I, you know what I'll tell you that a, that a, a, a kid don't understand? A kid don't understand that a mother, and I'm going to just speak from the mother standpoint, that the mother is better when she got somebody. I mean, a healthy man, a good man. But the, the what you get out of your mother is so much better when she got a good man loving on her. Mm. when she has support when she got support support. and and that's part of the love a good man loving on her a man that ain't taken from her um that ain't just just abusing Mm -hmm. her body a man that ain't that's taking all of her money that she got to drop him off at like he got to drop her off at work and take (laughs) my car car all day and then get picked up late then when she come home his boys in the house drinking not that mess <laughs> but i'm talking about okay but that's honest but when you got a good man who's taking care of you who, who 
loving on you, who making sure you got what you need, who when y'all walk down the street, he walk on the outside of the street where the cars are. He know how to take care of you. When you got a woman that's loved properly like that, she what she give to her family is is top mm -hmm. tier. It's Listen, top tier. Jaquana, LaCorey is what a good man to do for a woman coming out by Patrice Watson. <laughs> a good a good man. I'm telling you, when you got a good man behind you, it it, it was like, you know what? Because what they say when their mama is gone, ain't no sunshine when she gone. Let me be here and, and, and I got a good man loving on me. We all, we all winning. We all eating. Listen, what, what they say, ain't nobody happy unless mama happy. It's That's true. Right. now. So, okay, so okay. we got, they back together. She done told her daughter. Now she has to tell her in-laws. Well, she told the mom and the daddy, but now she got to actually introduce him to the in-laws. So this was funny too. <laughs> now, this was the second funniest part of the book after the booty part. That <laughs> so, <laughs> she invite her in-laws over for Mickey's last dance recital mm -hmm. celebration thing, whatever, right? So they come because the mom is missing Brie. And I think the reason that she's missing her is because she was so close to her son. I think she associates her son with Brie. And the daughter with, mm -hmm. yeah. with So Kevin. that's like her last little yeah. hope. You know, Brie is family to them. They, Brie right. is family to them. So and her being gone. Years, that's a long time. Yeah. And her being gone and not spending as much time with them, they miss her. They want to know what's going on with her. It's, they want to make sure she's okay mentally. Right. right. So now they know she got a man and now they finna meet the man for the first time. Yeah. <laughs> and these wacko jacko people, <laughs> they came over to these people's house. <laughs> Acting like they in a play. <laughs> the poor children, child. Poor Sean. Rose, Rose, Rose gave everybody a role. You say this, you ask this. And then, no, you ask this. And then when the fool said... In the chat, you have to have to read this that. to understand. You had to have read this to understand. Said, I was supposed to ask that. Why you ask my question? Like, they literally about to fight over it. It's like, you took my like, turn. I was supposed to say that. And then they're going to say, let's start over again. Uh, so so you go first. Mama, right, right. Mama, I'm sorry. Let's start. <laughs> they were That's asking funny. questions to to um I to to I guess feel like they're trying to know him and get to know him and feel welcoming, but it was so <laughs> rehearsed. It rehearsed. was so robotic. Oh my god. Was they, so they was like hitting each other like your turn. Now it's your turn. It's like <laughs> you effed up your line. You, it's tripping. your turn. <laughs> It's your Wrong turn. Go ask your question. Hurry up. I want but to But it ended mine. well. It ended well. <laughs> Everybody got along. I think, you know, they know, they knew that Bree needed to have a life too. And on the flip side of that, by her creating boundaries early on, if she was still catering to them throughout her healing process, they probably would have pushed back a little bit. But because she created that boundary... <laughs> Throughout her healing journey, they knew she would cut their asses off if they started tripping. So they had to fall in line and get with the program. So mm -hmm. now the Phillips are on board and all of that. But now I oh, and, 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 and then one thing, Richard fixed up her whole house out of guilt. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that fixed was up her sweet. whole house out that of guilt. Sweet. But now Rich, I mean, Ike has to deal with Shonda. So his ex-wife, he's still <clears throat> tiptoeing around her illness. 
because she's doing better, but he's trying to make sure she doesn't have another breakdown. How did y'all feel about the fact that he was like, he was feeling left out? Was he still in love with her? Like what, what was going on there with him? I don't think he was still in love with her. I think he still loved her because he, he did so much for her for so long. He knew her. Yeah, he had a right process. to know he everything. Knew, he knew he how to, how, what she needed. He knew her needs when everybody else didn't. Because like with Bree, Ike knew everything that Shonda needed. The family didn't know. He was taking care of her himself. Mm-hmm. So for him to have to step away and be like, okay, I'm going to let them handle it. They don't know what to do if she went manic. <laughs> they don't know what to do if something happens to her. You see how they were calling him. Well, what do we do if, well, she's doing this and what do we do? So he he had to stay involved so that they could be prepared and he can prepare them so he can walk away. What did y'all think about um, the way it started affecting his relationship with Bree? When, because he wouldn't tell her initially that he was on the phone <laughs> all night with her and Bree started feeling some kind of way like, it's, it's too many people in this relationship. Right. I felt her. I felt her pain. And I'm glad she told him and himself. But I, that had to have been hard for him because he didn't want Shonda to go back to, you know, the thing. So he had to kind of cater to her feelings and, you know. And I felt like Bree, it's like, Bree, you got to kind of understand because if Kevin was still alive, you would be, t- look, you left me alone. You <clears throat> nobody me for two years after Kevin died because of that relationship. And so <laughs> he did need to find some boundaries. He did. He, probably he did. He did should have to... told her that probably would have made the situation better. If he would have been upfront right. to her about it, like this is what's going right. on. But by him not saying nothing, it's like, what the hell going on? But you know what? Like, we funny. women, we funny about that. It's like, okay, look, it ain't too many people. It's like you up talking to. It's like it could be your sister. I'm like, look, she calling every night. And you talking to her from from twelve to six a.m. It's like something got to give. You got to go cut it. It's like your your, your sister got a whole man. You getting ready to go and do what? No, but women, we get territorial that way. We be like, look, look, and for sure, and this is his ex wife. But honestly, um, didn't doesn't Shonda? I got the impression that Shonda agreed to the divorce because of the process that needed to happen in order for her to alleviate their financial obligations but she still was in love with Ike oh yeah she still thought Ike, they was gonna Ike have sex he was Ike like you yeah but Ike wasn't in love with her no right and so when they separated I think he knew that and that's why he hesitated to tell her because he knew once he told her she was going to react a, a way that only he knew she was going to react mm-hmm. that's had a her into having an episode so she's doing so well she does find out on social media and i thought this was messed up that that's why i was there i was feeling the way on that ending because i thought this was messed up shonda finds out on social media that ike has a boo not only do she find out that he got a boo but they like on the picture and she finds out and then it's a year later it's a year later And of course, she kind of loses it a little bit, and I, I, did, lot, I felt bad it. for her. I felt bad for her because I the felt like that come should have come from him. Like, let me it, explain. It's like explain what, <laughs> right? It ain't nothing to explain. And she asked him. She said, "Did you stick your dick in another woman before wow. we were divorced?" Yep. And he had to tell the truth. 
That's, that's all, case closed, snip, block, stop, everything. That's, that's but right. Shonda, that answered your question. Did he cheat? Yes. Yep. Right. Yeah. Like, and you can't yep. make me understand that. You can't yeah. make that me understand hurt that. Her, that hurt her to her. While heart. I'm in the hospital. <clears throat> but she that said that. Real bad. She said that <laughs> hurt her because she know she knew what state he had to be in to do mm-hmm. that because he was not a cheater so right, she knew right. if he went and did that then he <laughs> must have been in a low place right. mm-hmm. but even when um she was better and she was doing good she was still t- trying him a little bit but he oh, wouldn't yeah. fall for it she was still trying to test the waters to see maybe can i have my husband back you know i'm doing good she, I want she good said path. she wanted to like have you know relations and he was just like can you imagine how long sean didn't have no dick in a minute though <laughs> Oh no, Shonda might have been up. No, she didn't. She wouldn't. She Listen, don't. She I'm with you on the whole Eddie thing. I, I think Eddie was in love with her, and I was I was waiting for that moment. You know, you know what? I gave Shonda a happy since you said you weren't going to write about her anymore. Honestly, I gave her a happily ever after, and I, it was with Eddie because he rolled for her. Like if you he gonna did. be with somebody, okay. Especially since her and Ike ain't. I mean, since him and Ike ain't friends no more because they was beefing at the end of the book. But, like but he listen. rolled for her, so why not have somebody who gonna love you who already know that you ain't got all your marbles up there? But y'all know, y'all know something that they that they say that crazy stuff is the best. <laughs> it's like, like them crazy I, girls. They like they heard that too. Them crazy men. They treat. I heard that too. I've heard of them Who crazy. Them? <laughs> like when they crazy people, that they be talking to. People. You ain't never heard that word. They was like them crazy ones. Talk, to a, talk to a, a crazy person. They'll tell you this. That crazy sex is they say because they be doing some outlandish. Be they be like I said, you ain't yourself up in here. They be like, yesterday I went to the moon, <laughs> <laughs> and you can't make me believe I didn't. <laughs> and I'm about to take you with me next time. Yeah, somebody in the chat said it ain't worth it. No, it's it's not worth it. You somebody said it ain't worth it. Like, keep that over there. I don't need that. Cause you I don't need no crazy stuff. What'd you say? I don't want to bathe you and feed so, you. So, y'all, they have their happily ever after, which it was kind of sad the way that Ike and Shonda ended their relationship. <laughs> um, so that was kind of sad, but I did get Shonda her happily ever after. I will take her it. Eddie got together and they, you know, doing their thing over here. So with that being said, <clears throat> um, honestly, I know you mentioned it last week, but can you tell the people what you got coming up next after this? So um, it's called Unlucky Penny. Mm-hmm. I will put the um sample in the chat so penny um penny going through some things she she got having a run of bad luck and she runs into um the finest man she's ever seen it's just that he happens to be a gynecologist (laughs) and she's coming to him for treatment oh no and when she meets him she really when she's she thinks she gonna see an old man with a pocket protector and a bald head (laughs) And he coming in looking like Idris and LL and somebody else. And she's like, okay, I didn't wax. I don't have my stuff is not together. And so she kind of acts a little bit of a fool and she leaves the um leaves her appointment and um the rest, the rest is is rope. So that's coming out next month. But that's Penny's oh. story, unlucky penny. Wait, is it is it a is a novel or is it a um, um no I think we're gonna max out at around thirty thousand words so it's a novella. 
Okay. 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 We feeling it, feeling it, and tell everybody okay. how to keep up with you and you know everything that you have going on. Give me a social okay. media stuff again. Yeah. So I'm doing a paperback sale starting on my birthday. So I'll post about that. Um, when is your birthday? August fourth. Me and Obama okay. changed the world together. Okay. And, okay. <laughs> and um. Otherwise, I'm right honesty on social media. On TikTok, I'm right underscore honesty, but everywhere else is just right honesty. And I just be on social media acting up and writing books. I I don't, you know, like I told y'all last time, I don't like writing, but I love the finished product. So if you're not, if you haven't read anything else by me, these two are particularly heavy, but yeah, I write a lot of other fun stuff. So get into it. Okay. And, I need to get and Lisa, slaw. tell them about yeah. you too. What you got going on? Tell them how they can get Lisa. Lisa do everything, child. Let us know what's going on with Lisa. I just, Lisa. I just be in the floor. That's where I'll be. I'll just be hanging in the floor. Do you? That's by invite only, though. But everybody should be in there. Yeah, everybody <laughs> should be in the floor. <laughs> if you're not, not here, here to, I'm not here to plug that, but just come to the floor. You know about the Joan Vassar. You got to that Joan Vassar. Told him about that John Vass. You know, every time I talk about, I just hear, I just hear that voice. I think it's Jacob. He was like, "Yes, Sunday." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <Lord, Sunday. laughs> <laughs> John Vass. Oh, let me is, ask this ooh. question for Lacory. Will you be um any of your books be on Audible? Or are they on Audible? Lisa told me what to do, and I have not done it. But okay. next Do year, I hope to put my first thing on Audible. I actually have an idea, and I want the audibles to come out shortly after that but i'm gonna trust lisa and i'm gonna do what she asked me to do so hopefully next year okay yeah and go ahead and so i just got um i just want to talk about what we're doing next week but you go first i was gonna say too go ahead all right so next week um which is i think august 2nd we are going to be meeting um jocelyn marks will be in the house Ooh. i call her indie love yes that's that look we've been calling her indie love forever it's like oh shoot she actually got a dog <laughs> on that <laughs> i love her book. Love. I love we call it. her indie so we so the thing is she kind of like a triple threat in these streets so we're gonna talk to her about um we're going to talk to her about like a new author, like what a new <laughs> author goes through, like just getting their book done and just what yeah. her process was. We're going to talk to her about, because uh, she's the brainchild behind Andy Love, who brought mm-hmm. all of those authors together and, you know, what she does behind the scene. We just want to talk to her about that. You're on mute, Shaquana. So we want to talk to her about that. And then last but not least, we're going to talk to her about her book. And then we're going to find out if it's a part two, because it's some stuff that I need to know. Like I got a list. Yes. I'm like I, it's some stuff that I need to know. It's I'm like, wait a minute. And I want to know where they at. I want to know where they at. I'm like, <laughs> and, and oh, my biggest question is, what's wrong with that heifer? <laughs> <laughs> so stay tuned for that, y'all. Be on. We on next Tuesday. That's what we're talking about. We're also going to be talking about devout by Takira Allen in August as well. And then we should have the other two books um and then we're going to switch things up a little bit on the podcast in september so stay tuned for that and i think that was good that's it thank y'all for joining us i appreciate it What you say? Thank you for coming on two weeks in a yeah. row. That was um. Two weeks in a row. Yeah, you, child, it's just the evening time. I don't have any children. I don't be doing nothing. 
I wanted them to read these books and I'm like, you, you, they was like, can you give us a good book? And I said, oh, honestly, Price, you got to read, you got to oh. read Finding Us, you got to read it. I'm like, that book and is honestly, just, it was, uh, we have a group chat. It's like, we was like, you think you could get, honestly, y'all think we could get her to come on? I'm like, I asked her. So we talking and I'm sitting and you was like, yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, she said yes. <laughs> I go everywhere. Somebody called my name. Yes. What y'all want to talk about? Okay. We, you know what? So hopefully we, we, we love have your books. Kenny come out as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Um, but that's it, guys. We about to sign off. Thank you for everyone who us tonight, who's in the comments, who commentated. So um, let me let us know, as always, what y'all want to read, what y'all want to talk about. And we'll see y'all next week. All right. Thank you, Debbie, Tara, Monica. Thank you all for joining us. Bye, everybody. All right. That was it, y'all. Let me start recording.